0: Well, among the many things the pandemic exposed about our culture, one is that there is a mental health crisis in America. Dr. Gregory Jantz is an author, well-known speaker, and the co-founder of The Center, a place of hope to help people transform their lives. And his latest work is Triumph Over Trauma, Finding Healing and Wholeness from Past Pain. Dr. Jantz, welcome to The Morning Conversation. Good to be with you. Very good to be with you.
1: Yeah, so super excited to talk about your latest book. But before we get into that, throughout the book, you talk a lot about hope, which is awesome. But at some point, you came into relationship with a God of all hope. And uh, we'd love to kind of get a quick snapshot of that first, like how you came to know Jesus.
0: Yes, and I think uh, my struggles growing up uh, really led me, I see it now, uh, down a path where God was directing me. My turnaround year was uh, my senior high school where it took one person speaking Christ's love into my life, mm. one person believing in me, one person that uh, gave encouragement and belief that changed the whole trajectory of my life. Met my wife in college uh, 39 years mm. ago. We started the center, A Place of Hope. Christ is our foundation and all that we do and we believe there is hope. Hmm. Hope comes when there's a plan and part of it, God saved me, put me in a different direction. So I'm still passionate after 39 years of doing this work.
1: So Dr. Jans, you've written a number of books. Uh, Why this particular book and uh, why now?
0: The new book was actually written during 2020 Hmm. in the middle of this pandemic. Uh, And what we were seeing is people have been traumatized. Trauma comes in different forms. could be extreme loss and grief, multiple losses. We know that trauma comes when there's abuse. Trauma comes when there's betrayal. And so, during this last three-plus years, what we're seeing is people are traumatized. There's kind of a new term that I coined called anticipatory anxiety. What is that? Well, people are doom scrolling uh, on their devices. It's all negative. And every day, I mean, every day without fail, there are negative things, and if I have my point of focus on all that negative, I, I just keep having all this anxiety. What's the next bad thing that's going to happen?
1: Hmm. Yeah, that's so good. As you were sharing that, uh, Doctor Jans, I was thinking about a conversation I had with my daughter, my youngest daughter, who's now thirty, but she at the time she was you know in grade school. You know, we I took her out on a daddy date, and you know it was a rainy day, cloudy, but uh, we were in the restaurant, and she was happy and up, and I said, hey, let me ask you, do you feel like you're you're normally usually more happy or you feel like you're yes. normally more sad she goes ah, probably a little bit more sad i go oh, interesting so why is that because i don't know i said are you sad today she's like no <laughs> like i'm having a good time <laughs> i said let me tell you something but one thing I can promise you, you'll never wake up a day where there won't be something bad that happens that day, something negative, yes. something you wouldn't have wanted to happen. I can make another promise yes. for you. You'll never wake up a day where there wasn't something good that could, you could find in that day. So the question is going to be what you choose to focus on.
0: It is. And every day, if we have eyes to see it, God is at work every day.
1: Dr. Jans, one of the things I like to do when I'm talking to various people about various topics is to always get back to the founding definition of whatever we're talking about because we can assume that we all mean the same things by the same words, but there's plenty of times that we don't. So we're talking about trauma this morning, front and center. How do you define trauma? When we talk about trauma, what do you mean by that?
0: Trauma can be a one-time event or multiple times. A Trauma is something where literally our senses are overwhelmed, our emotions are overwhelmed, And it's like we're having a short circuit. It is so intense that it has overwhelmed our system. Mm. And in some cases, we we just shut down. We, We find that we cannot function now post-traumatic stress disorder that's a that usually comes from trauma so we see if I've had traumatic events and they're just not resolved I may develop some significant depression I may develop some significant anxieties it is multiple it could be any kind of event a sudden accident where a life is taken that's very traumatic mm-hmm. a cancer diagnosis difficult health conditions that uh, that's traumatic and so we get overwhelmed it affects our ability to function at times to make good decisions. So that's how I look at it.
1: Dr. Jensen. You know, with all the trauma that we went through over the last two to three years, what are you seeing in your practice in terms of engaging people and where we're at as a country?
0: Sure. Uh, right now, we're in a mental health pandemic. We've never seen, and, and I will use the word pandemic because it's across the uh, country and world. Pandemic means there's a lot of people suffering. There are. Uh, we've never seen the mental health issues at the level they are. The number one diagnosis in our country, number one, is Anxiety Anxiety You go see a physician, they ask you questions that were related to mental health. The number one diagnosis is anxiety. We've never had that before. Followed by depression. Addiction rates are at all-time highs. People went to addiction. They went to alcohol. Uh, they worked from home, and that didn't really work at all because many people started drinking at home while they were working. Virtual learning for our students was a great failure. We had the highest academic failure rate on record the year 2021. <laughs> We've had uh, suicides right now for the 10 to 17-year-old Suicide is the number two cause of death. Uh, Youth and suicide should not even go together. Mm -hmm. So we're in a mental health pandemic. It is real. Uh, There's not enough good providers out there. They tend to have, uh, there's waiting list. Uh, I was just speaking with a facility that had 400 people on their waiting list because people are seeking help, but in many cases, that help is not available.
1: You didn't paint a very pretty picture, so give us a little bit of hope there. What's our hope as a country?
0: Well, I think one of the things that we need to look at is we have to attend, to, and I talk about point of focus, is my point of focus is totally absorbed, and I'm absorbed on all the negative. News uh, day and day after, I w- I will make myself sick. I will become sick. There is a term right now that was used many times in emergency rooms called COVID psychosis. People get overwhelmed and they break with reality. I got one foot in reality and one foot not, and so that's back to the trauma. Where's our hope? Or well, our hope is. My point of focus is going to be every day, God is at work and, and seeing have the eyes to see that. I'm also going to use a little motto, I call it, um, one person a day. Uh, take and be alert, have your eyes open, but every day there'll be one person in your life, one person that you will run into, you probably won't even know who they are, that needs a good word, they need a blessing, they need some kind of assistance or help. Reach out beyond ourselves. We get self-absorbed, and then we don't see the needs of others. <laughs> the other thing. I want to mention is pray and ask for wisdom. Lord God, show me what I need to be doing. Um, show me. Give me the discerning ears and heart where I'm not distracted. This is a time of distractions. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's so easy to get off course. Stay stay the course. Stay strong in faith. Do everything you can to keep renewing your faith, renewing your mind. The scriptures talk about renewing the mind every day.
1: Dr. Jans, of course, God knew 2020, 2021, 2022 was going to come about before it came about. He has a purpose and a plan that he was going to, and is kind of working out in the midst of it. So what would be some of your thoughts on that? And uh, what perspective do you think that we should try to maintain?
0: Well, I think we do maintain a perspective of hope and that is true. Jeremiah 29, 11. Um, look, again, This is point point, point of uh, focus, point of view. We know, and God has a, has a plan and we're seeing God's plan right now in the scriptures. And, and I don't believe we're to be afraid. Um, I think we're in a season of great opportunity. There's great opportunity to help others. Uh, we have opportunity in the mental health crisis and we're seeing people that are coming for help that maybe a couple of years ago wouldn't have come for help Mm. um so i just want to say there is hope that's why we call this place 39 years ago we named this place a place of hope because we believe that's our foundation and we have that future Mm. yes tough times yes uh was there a price to pay for what we did with our kids and closing schools and churches and so forth absolutely there is but we have an opportunity
1: dr jance as we think about the whole journey of healing from trauma how does our faith factor into the healing of it.
0: What I know is when individuals come and work with us for significant trauma in their life and we follow up with them a year later and and, uh, talk with them, most will say, you know what, I learned a lot of skills. I learned a lot of things to help me deal with. I feel there was a lot of resolution. But what really kept me going, what really kept me going was my faith or developing my faith. And so I'm going to say that receiving God's love and understanding because a lot of times trauma causes you to feel you're unlovable mm-hmm. it causes you to feel like oh no I don't have any value but what I'm saying today is that trauma lies to you so receiving God's healing receiving God's love Sometimes times I have to receive his forgiveness at times I've got to forgive others so key step understanding that you still have a purpose God still has a plan. Hope comes when I create a plan. And there's a plan for your life despite the trauma.
1: So good. So, Dr. Jensen, you said that trauma lies to us. Unpack that a little bit for us. I'd love to kind of explore that a little deeper.
0: Yeah, it distorts reality trauma takes an event and says well you deserved it people don't really like you see trauma lies to you about who you are mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times uh, it turns you into a victim and say well it must have been what i deserved mm-hmm. and then you go on and if it was physical abuse then maybe you go on and you have a series of very unhealthy relationships cuz kind of the internal belief is i deserved it
1: so is that lie to you like as you say that is so trauma lies to you in terms of who you believe you are, who you believe God is, and how you believe the world works. Would that be accurate? That would
0: be accurate, yes. Well, Dr. Jantz, thank you for sharing that perspective,
1: and thank you for the work that you're doing to help point people to hope and victory over our trauma. Thanks for joining us this morning.
0: Thanks for having me.